So, Berto, a patron wrote in and asked us, actually a number of patrons wrote in and asked us to talk about Batman or Batman v. Superman. So just Batman Oh, General my gosh. Or Batman v. Superman. Yes. Shall we do it? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I'm chair of the Couple and Family Therapy Program at Antioch University, Seattle, and I'm also a licensed marriage and family therapist. My name is Humberto Castaneda. And I actually um, do a variety of things, including fight superheroes. Yeah, interesting. So this is from patron J.A., just the, the, the initials J.A. Hi, Kirk. I love your show, and I am a patron. I listen to it all the time at work. I was listening to your Psychology of Harry Potter episode and heard that you saw Batman v. Superman. What did you think? I think it's worth talking about on a psychological level. So just chiming in here, by the way, spoiler alert. Spoilers. Yeah, we're going to talk about everything, everything from beginning to end. So if you don't want things spoiled, then you should not listen to this. So let's see. He goes on to say, I, I assume Jay's, I'm just going to say he's a man. We'll just, we'll just say that. I personally feel that the whole Martha moment was legit. Everyone is saying how cheesy it is, but I feel that based off the character... We see in the film, he was almost ready to be triggered. What do you think about that, Berto? Yeah, I had this debate repeatedly with many people online and in person. Um, I am someone who saw the movie, I think I saw it three times in the theater. And the first time, I cried, I think, two or three times during the movie. Wow. When, when Superman died? Um. Yes, and earlier in in two other places, uh, what were I cried. Um, or cried is a strong statement, but I had tears welling up in my eyes. Uh, one time was in the beginning where uh, Batman is trying to rush into the into the disaster and save oh. people. It was wow. Just they so got touching. you early. They got me early, and even though I'd seen the preview, I was like, okay, this is very touching. He's doing it so well. Uh, then later, I think it was when um, oh, I'm trying to think of another it, moment. No, no, it was it was when um, was Superman was talking to his dad or or his mom. Everest? Or? No, I don't think it was that. Um, well, anyway, but anyways, but 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 I think it was one of the moments with Wonder Woman. Actually, <laughs> funny enough, but but my point is this: I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I. I have friends that think it's one of the worst, if not the worst, superhero movie ever made. And these are people who's n- normally whose opinions I respect about movies. Yeah. I don't get it. So it's such a radical opinion. Yeah. No, no. Everyone hates this movie. And, and I, just, I just do not understand. I think that, you know, it's just so interesting how culture affects people. I, I am not in the superhero culture. I, I have like barely one toe in it. You know, I... Yeah. I participated in some of the comic stuff when I was a kid, but not really. And and I don't I don't have a vested interest in, in the characters really. Right. I mean, particularly when you think about the actual Superman and Batman I grew up with. Yeah, the '50s Superman and, and <laughs> it's the, completely different, and the '70s Batman. It's like I don't you know it's 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 a silly character to yeah. me, you know. And you know the Superman of the '80s with Christopher Reeves, you know that. You know, he he went around the earth to like turn, turn back, back time. time. I mean, you know, these movies. I don't. I mean, Superman Five. I think I saw that movie, and that one's terrible. Anyway, 
Yeah, I, I think it's just so interesting how culture can just completely change your point of view. And I think this this case in point. Because when I saw it the first time, I was like, yeah, I was entertaining. A little confusing, but yeah, I, that was fun. And then in, the next day, I'm reading just just hatred. Not just like, yeah, I didn't really like it. People feel personally attacked by this movie. And so take the Martha thing. I mean, we're skipping to the one of right. the big ones, but... And we need to explain it to the listeners who haven't seen it, if you're listening. If you're listening, which you shouldn't, if you haven't seen it. Well, you know, I bet you there's some people who are like, I'm never going to see that movie. Basically, there's this point, Batman and Superman are fighting, and Batman is winning, and he's about to kill Superman with kryptonite. And Superman is worried about his mother, because Lex Luthor has his mother uh, hostage, and so Superman's last voice, last breath, he he says to Batman, okay, fine, you're going to kill me, but please... Save my mother. Save Martha. He says. Save Martha. Save Martha. And in that moment, suddenly, I as a listener, as a watcher, realized their mothers have the same name. Batman's mother died uh, from a from a mugger. A mugger killed Batman's parents and his you know mother. And while Batman Bruce Wayne, as a kid, was standing right next to his mother, yeah. and her name was Martha. And it's the major story arc element for of Batman. Batman's whole life. Yes, right. The fact that he, this criminal murdered his parents in cold blood in front of his eyes is what drives his motivation to become yes. a crime fighter. It's what gives him his dark persona. He's a he's a tragic, traumatized figure. He lives in the shadows, just like the criminal that killed his... You know, so this moment when Superman says, save Martha, you did, you, you, you see Batman's face. He's like, what did you just say? You know? But so here's... Okay, so here's where I feel so many people misinterpreted that scene, and that's why they think it's a ridiculous scene. The way I, I heard it most oftenly complained uh, when well, they complained so, about it was so, that... But I've, just again for the listeners, in that moment, Batman decides not to kill Superman. Yeah, yeah. He, he and then everything that. changes, yeah. and then they're on the same team. And so it's the, the fact that it's this Save Martha is like this massive, you know, 180-degree turn for Batman. Well, but so that's the alleged problem is that they say... Oh, this is such a contrived, ridiculous scene because just because their moms have the same name, all of a sudden they're friends and everything's fine. And and that's not what happened at all. So what happens is that, and this seems so obvious and not difficult for me, what happens is that in the moment where Batman is about to strike, concept is like uh, cognitively, there is no way he would expect to hear the name of his mother. That 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 is that that is something so out of context at that moment. Does he know that Superman's? Of course, he doesn't know he's human. He does. He doesn't know that he's got human relatives at all. Okay. So there's no context for Batman in which he would expect the word Martha to come out of in that moment. Let alone from he wouldn't expect that that word to come from Superman. Right. Let alone in that moment. Right. So he's about to kill him, and then he's saying blah 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 Martha. He's like, what? Yeah. So, of course, he stops because it's such a dissonant thing in his head. Right. But that's not why they're all of us. But but it's not like he goes, Martha, wait, why'd you say that? Well, that's my mom's name. Oh, weird. We got the same mom's name? All <laughs> right. Well, never mind. That's not at all, at all what happens. It's just that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lois Lane comes in and he's like, 
And he's like, why did you say that? And he's like, it's his mom's name. Now, again, it's not that he goes, oh, well, then in that case. No, he says that in an instant, his brain processes this concept that this isn't just some weird alien monster. He's got a mother. Ah. That humanizes him. Yeah, it's right. like, you know, they say when, like, if you're ever trapped by a psychopath, or not a psychopath, but uh, by someone, like, try to humanize yourself, t- talk about your your life, your, your family, family and-, and empathize with them. In that moment, very fast. And then, so you could fault the movie for, like, well, the cut was too quick. Oh, they didn't spend long enough. I, I, fine, you could fault it. But it's not the same as saying that, oh... The reason they became friends in an instant is because their moms have the same name. That is not the relevant part at all of that scene. And that's where I battle. Right. And I watched this movie a second time recently and actually liked it more because I realized that there's a lot of psychological unsaid things. It's almost like the movie was too sophisticated in some ways. I mean, not like it's a super sophisticated movie, but... There are yes. You're dumb if you did not like this movie. No, that's that, what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is like when you see a, a a Superman Batman movie, you're not thinking that you have to like track the inner psychology and the interplay of the characters. I when I saw it the first time, I didn't expect I would have to do that. The second time, I was like, okay, I'm really going to try to figure out this Martha thing. And when you watch the movie with that in mind, I don't know if this is your uh, the case for you. It, it makes total sense to me. But you have to imply a lot of psychology on it, just like you're saying. It's like, you know, uh, when... So the, 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 let me just give you the psychological arc of Batman. He is a boy. He's like 10 or something. And he's with his parents. And he's, a, he's an only child. And he loves his parents. And his parents are great, particularly his mom. Yep. And a mugger comes up. And, you know, puts a gun and says, give me your money. You know, the, in the movie, the father tries to fight. The mugger kills him. And then the mother tries to fight, too, which I thought was interesting because usually I don't think that's the depiction. I don't think usually – I think usually the mother's just like this hapless victim. But she actually tries to strike him or something. And the mugger kills her, too. And, and, and by the way, a quick parenthesis about this. Part of this is also misinformation by some of the people complaining because I saw some rants online, at least one prominent I remember saying about uh, his dad saying, there's no way he would swing at the robber because he loved his family too much. They lifted that whole scene is lifted verbatim from one of the beloved, most famous uh, Batman comics called The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And and so like it's not like he even made it up. That's a beloved right. fictional piece. I see. Right. So what you're saying is like they're following the lore yeah. quite religiously yeah. and so shut the F up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and the parents die right in front of his eyes, you know, uh tragically, violently. They're ripped away from him. He uh, he doesn't go to therapy, I'm guessing. <laughs> he doesn't get any treatment. Hmm. He's cloistered away in this rich mansion, and he decides to channel, you know, they always depict this where he, you know, he's lost, and he doesn't uh, know who he is or what he's going to do, and then suddenly he gets inspired at this young age to fight crime, essentially. And, and so he channels all of that trauma and all that pain into avenging his parents, particularly his mom. And 
he will never forget and he you know he keeps going back to the grave and again they don't sh- they don't show this explicitly but you if because they don't they don't have him talking to the grave mom i'm going to avenge you like you just ha- you have to you have to get inside bruce wayne's mind he keeps going back to this to this grave and you just imagine he's just like i am going to i am going to get revenge yeah. Yep. I'm not just going to, you know, stop yep. crime. I'm going to scare these fuckers. I'm going to brand them. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to terrify them. Yep. I don't I don't I'm not even going to follow the law. Nope. I don't even need the I don't care if the police are on my side. I am going to crush uh, you know, crime. And so he likes to scare people. He likes to abuse them. He both abuses street thugs, but also identifies with, with street, street thugs. He's internalized the man who killed his parents, which yeah. we often do. We often identify with our abusers. He lurks at night. He likes to be violent. He works outside the law. He likes, he likes other people to fear him. That's a very important thing. Superman doesn't want people to fear him. Batman wants people to be afraid of him. He wants right. people to be terrified, even cops. He wants, he wants everyone to be terrified. Yep. He wants to be physically powerful. So this is all part of his trauma. If he was a logical person, he wouldn't do half the things that he does. I mean, what's up with the, <laughs> the, the scary outfit? You know right. what I mean? Like it, he, he is a psychologically troubled individual. Yep. So when Bruce looks up and sees... Uh, you know, that Superman is destroying this town and and killing his, when you cried at the beginning yeah. of the movie, Superman is just just annihilating this town and kills his friends and his coworkers, people that he loves. Bruce Wayne it, sees Superman as the thug. Yep. He is as the mugger who killed his parents. It's like, here's here's... If I can get revenge on this guy, then I can truly get closure on this issue of my parents. Of course, right. that wouldn't happen, but that's the that's the compulsion of like I must destroy Superman. Now, there is nothing said about that in the movie. They they never there's nope. no scene where he's like talking to the gravesite. Yeah. Martha, I will kill Superman because he is just like yes. the mugger. Like, there's no scene like that. <laughs> you have to get inside Bruce Wayne's head. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, it all went past me. It's almost like the movie was, like I said, too sophisticated. And uh, so, again. I, I, I got to say that I, I really connected with this movie the first time I saw it. Now, listen. On third watching, and then in, in retrospect, there are many things that I would improve. Totally, but let's let's get into okay, that. In a second. But, but that wasn't my point. My point was that I do love it, but part of the thing I love about it was the fact that it didn't overexpose. Yeah, it didn't overexplain. Right, exactly. And movies do that all the time. But I think, well, we'll get into that in a second. Let's let's hear a word from our sponsors. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay, we're back. So uh, when when Superman says save Martha, Bruce Wayne is like like you said, just like what did you just say? Did, what are you talking about? My mother? D- 
do you know my mother? And and it might not even be like my mother. It's just the fact that it's like if if you're. Uh, in fact, they say this. I read this somewhere else. Um, one possible technique, if you're being confronted by a cra- by a like someone that's trying to attack you or something, is to say really crazy random shit. Yeah, because it might like scare them in a weird way. Like, what what is something wrong with this person? Yeah. So. It's like if you're trying to attack what would you me. what would you do if I was going to attack you right now what would you say Chicken jujus <laughs> You really should you really should chamber that one man that one is a golden golden egg right there, man. Chicken juju. <laughs> oh my god! But anyways, so that's the kind of thing that happened to Batman. Yeah, Superman essentially said so chicken Barthes. juju. <laughs> right. So, but like you said, it humanizes Superman, and so when that was part two, yeah. So when Superman is saying, you know, my mother, I have a mother who's going to die, and Superman is literally under his boot. Uh, Batman is like, wait a second. I now, I can't project that that street thug who killed my parents onto this man because he never got the mugger, right? Yeah. He never gets the mugger right. because you just can't find him. He's always chasing the mugger. But here is this version of the mugger, essentially, in his yeah. psychology under his foot. He's about to kill him, and he's talking about his own mother, it superhumanizes Superman into this boy who is worried about his mom. Be, and be, he's- absolutely, because not to mention, so there are, there are two moments. The first one is simply a startling moment that stops his hand, right? That's not the moment where Batman is like, okay, now I won't kill you. It's just a startling moment, like, right? W- yeah. It's like, wait, 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 what? He, well, he even says it. He's like, what why do you, do you say that? What are you saying? Yeah. He's still actually probably now going to really kill him because yeah. he's like, what? Yeah. But then that's when uh, she dashes in. She's like, it, it's his mom. Okay. After he's like, he after his head processes that it's his mom, well, now there's the added uh, subconscious complexity of if he kills this quote-unquote son, Whoa. Then who is he then? He's the mugger. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, I didn't even yeah. think of that angle. Right. Yeah. And so Bruce Wayne's humanity is, is it emerges. He's reminded yeah. of his own humanity. Yeah. And instead of, instead of killing him, he's, he, like, he just snaps out of it. He's like, what, what am I doing? I mean, that's the point, is Batman is flawed. There's something wrong with his brain. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not your typical good guy. Yep. And... He has trauma, and he erroneously locked in on Superman as the villain when he wasn't the villain. So, I th- But honestly, one criticism I can say is they probably should have spelled that out a little bit more. Oh, yeah, and they, should have, they could have spent a little more in that moment. Yeah. And then the other thing that, again, in retrospect, is like, well, then you have to question how much movie you would have, but certainly... Superman had more options available to him when he first confronts Batman and tries to explain things. Right. Because Superman is so much more powerful than just walking up to Batman. Right. But but the the, the problem with these things is like you do have to have a confrontation. Right. And it, But but you can set it up I think more easily. That there there are all sorts of different ways you could have set it up that would have made it more logical. It's particularly like you said yeah. earlier when Superman's like, "Hey, uh, let's not fight. 
Superman, you know, he, all he has to do is is he's he's as fast. He's almost as fast as the Flash, right? Yeah. So he could just, with you know, at the speed of light, yeah. you know, take off his yep. his you know his thing, <laughs> and then just Bruce yeah. Wayne's just standing there, yeah. or. Uh, get him in a bear hug. The, the the exception, like someone could point out, like actually no, because he's got some of the kryptonite near him, and and that would immediately exponentially start diminishing his power. But but that all that aside, all that aside, that's when you say like I like this movie. Oh, they could have done this, this. Right. That's not when you say this is the stupidest, worst superhero <laughs> movie of all time. Right? Yeah, it, it doesn't do any better that. Uh, the new one, um, the oh Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. See, that is actually not a good movie. I haven't seen it, but I I heard it was so bad by people that are very forgiving of movies. See that that one to me, and it's funny because some people really enjoyed it. And I, look, really, I, I heard I heard even people that are not huge into DC, they don't even like it. Um, I heard I some of the reviews from fans and some people I've talked to did enjoy it, but but that's a movie where I. I thought, okay, I, I'm not walking out of this movie because th- there's enough like action. And actually, what's her name? Uh, the gal, Margot Robbie, yeah, and Will Smith. They were good. They were good actors in this movie. Okay, it's just full of plot holes, full of stupid stuff. So, like at, at the end, when when I'm when I'm done with that movie, I'm like, okay, this is a bad movie. Yeah, this is something I would give, I don't know, forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This yeah. is something I would give forty percent, and yet. One of the same people online claimed that this was still better than Batman v Superman. God, yeah. So getting back to Superman, <laughs> I think one Superman should not be in movies. He's too powerful. There's there's no tension. The only way you can have tension one, and they do this in this movie, is with Kryptonite or if his loved ones, Lois Lane or his mom, are in trouble. And you just also have to wonder, like, dude, Superman, put your mom somewhere safe <laughs> and put Lois somewhere safe for that. Uh, so, well, he did. He took her down to the bottom of the building. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Superman, he's just too powerful. There's just, it, you know, like I said, when I'm watching it, because I know what he can do, I'm like, why are you holding back? If you really just want to like disarm Batman, just, just g- superpower, you know, just anyway. Yeah, because what they didn't go into is like he he could freeze Batman from like a mile away. Right. He could use laser his uh his uh freaking eyes uh uh the laser eyes whatever it's called yeah the infrared vision whatever right he could use that to fry any number of components in electronics or yeah. things like it, it's just right and so. I thought, you know, but, you know, you got to have Superman. You have to have a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. Superman dies at the end. Spoiler alert. Superman dies. And I thought, oh, my God. And I think I might have cried a little bit when that happened because the way that that whole scene plays out, you know, he's talking to Lois and he's like, I always loved you or something like that. And he sacrifices himself uh, to kill Doomsday. And and it all made sense, you know, because you got... Batman with his kryptonite, you know, which opens up a thing, and then he's got the spear, and, you know, it, and it, it all made sense, and it was so touching. And, you know, Superman, you know, people were kind of against him, and so he's still going to sacrifice himself. And I thought, oh, my God, they've solved the problem of Superman. They've gotten rid of him. 
now they can actually have movies with tension. Because when Batman is in a movie, there's uh, tension. You don't follow the comics, do you? <laughs> and, you know, Aquaman, there's going to be ten- Flash. Yeah. He, Flash only has 1% of what Superman can do. It's a pretty awesome thing. But he. Yeah. So you kill. Maybe you bring him back, you know. Uh, he's coming right back. Right. At the, well, at the end of the movie, they reveal yeah. he didn't really die. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, that was a disappointing scene for me. Because I, I, it was an unnecessary. I, that was almost like a producer thing. Like, well, you got to show them he's alive, right? And that last scene when Batman breaks into the prison to confront, confront Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like what? Yeah, Lex Luthor is in this super high maximum security. Batman destroys yeah. the entire security system, knocks out all those innocent correctional officers <laughs> just to have a, a minor conversation with Lex Luthor. And uh, so I actually, I really liked, um, if it were in a vacuum, I liked Jesse uh, Eisenberg's really? performance. But the reason I I don't like that Lex Luthor is because he's too much like the Joker. Yeah. Well, and I don't like how he's acting crazy. You know That's what I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah. It, that's, that, that's a Joker thing to do. I guess, but that's not that's not a Lex Luthor thing to do. The first time I watched the movie, Lex didn't bother me. The second time I watched it, I was just like, "This is." And, and people pointed out that that's not technically the Lex Luthor. He's the Lex Luthor's son, right? But it doesn't matter. It's Lex Luthor. Right. Come on. And then that scene where Bruce Wayne is doing CrossFit. I mean, come on. What? That, that there's like a whole montage. Where oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Ben Affleck oh. is... No, no, it's the Rocky moment. <laughs> it's so dumb. I mean, that, that scene... Okay, so this is all the bad shit of the movie. So the Bruce Wayne doing CrossFit was just... I was thinking, like, it, it made no sense. I like that. I was pinching my nipples. The only thing I was thinking of was Ben Affleck was like, I'm kind of ripped right now, and, I, and I'm in this <laughs> Batman suit the whole time, and I, I want to show off. And, and he's, he has a sledgehammer, and he's hitting a big tire. He's literally he has a sledgehammer. He's literally hitting a big tire. That, right. That's one of the scenes. Okay, another uh, thing I will say is the reveal of the other superheroes. The reveal, you know, where she's clicking around on the computer, uh, and they do Aquaman, and they do yeah. Cyborg, and they yeah. do Flash. Like that was dumb. That would have been okay, but it was right as the movie was approaching its climax oh yeah one thing i will definitely not disagree with the critics on is that i wish there would have been almost no justice league stuff in this one right except for wonder woman yeah i I thought it was great that they brought her in she did a fantastic job I, i i liked it but that could have been it for this movie. Right. Maybe at the very end of credits thing, show one last little teaser of something. Or, or just a, a quick passerby. Whatever. But they had long, no, 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 they no. Had long scenes. Dumb, dumb. Long scenes. And particularly the last time when they fully revealed Aquaman. They, they, right. It was literally at the worst possible story arc time. Yeah. Now, the reason I didn't uh, ding the movie, if you will, so much for those is because whenever I feel like I can cut out a scene and that problem is solved, I don't care so much. Yeah. I'm like, okay, just remove that scene and and I don't have that problem. Right. Okay, so the one thing I was going to say rewinding to Bruce doing CrossFit is, in retrospect, that actually does piss me off. It didn't bother me as much at the time because I thought it was like, okay, he's working out. But it really does conceptually bother me because there is no amount... No amount, no amount of human physical training that could prepare 
even Batman, to physically go against Superman. There is literally, like, he could have trained for a hundred years and it, it wouldn't make a difference. If Superman was going to hit you, it's the end of the road. So the, the only advantage Batman has and had and was bringing to the game was his wits. So I would have rather seen that time showing me how he was planning. And they showed me a little bit because, you know, he put together the little spears and things like that. But planning time would have been way more valuable because that's the only way that he could have gotten Superman. So the guy who's playing Flash in the new in the new DC movies, and yep. he was very briefly in the in Batman v Superman. Oh, so that's a whole other thing I want to get into is the things that they did explain were way too confusing for the average viewer. I mean, I I read online and I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool that they included all this like kind of Easter eggy stuff. But when I was watching it in the theater, I was like, what is that? You know, the Omega sign. I mean, essentially what I read, and correct me if I'm wrong because you read the comics, was Batman uh, in the comics eventually gets influenced by some kind of time travel bug or something where he starts to have visions of the future and the past. I have not read those comics. So I only know about as much as you have read or whatever. So whatever you've read is probably right. So that... The whole scene where Batman essentially, if you don't know any better, he's having a dream about the future in which he's imprisoned and, you know, there's some kind of massive uh, apocalypse that happens to the Earth. You know, they, they, they should not have included that in this movie. It's too confusing. The other thing is when Flash comes back in time and talks to him. And he's like, you were right about Superman. You were right about Superman. He's like, am I too soon? Am I too soon? And because that's a whole other thing that's in the comic books where Flash can can time travel, but he's not very precise with it. Yeah, I didn't know that. And and so for the super, super fans, it'd be like, oh, that must be Flash. But to the 99% of the rest of us, I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? But see, I, I, like this, the, these things didn't bother me. Like if someone wanted to say, hey, you used a valuable time that you could have used for the core movie, I'd say, fine, cut the stupid scenes. But, but, those, but those scenes in particular were, they were long, one, and they were very confusing because I was like, so what's happened? So Superman... Well, but, uh, but this is where I go like, come on, we're watching a movie about super beings from outer space fighting super crazy weird shit. But they, Let there us was, have some mystery. But fine, there was enough mystery anyway, I thought. What was the know? mystery? Well, just... We know who Superman is. We know who Batman is. We know who Lex Luthor is. We even... Okay, fine. If you haven't never read about Doomsday, you don't. But like, I felt that... I personally felt like, okay, cool. Something I don't know anything about because I didn't. Yeah. But I just trust it. I'm like, well, look, they're doing like 10 more of these f- stupid movies. So fine. Give me some mystery. Yeah. So it, it didn't bother me as much. Okay. Well. I actually didn't bother me at all. So, <laughs> so Ezra Miller, he's the guy who's playing the new Flash. Yeah. At South by Southwest, I ran into him at this. What? At this really small. Okay. Like uh, country bar. And I. Uh, Did you recognize him? You knew oh, him? Oh, yeah. Was? Okay. Because I knew him from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay. I love that movie. And he was actually also in Trainwreck. He was that he was that really freaky younger kid who had sex with he was he was the intern that Amy Schumer had sex okay. with and okay. he wanted his nipples to be touched. Ah, I see, I see. Okay. Anyway, so he's the new Flash, which I'm really excited about because I think he has a very interesting sort of way about him. 
And when I met him in South by Southwest, I don't know. I just he he looks kind of half Asian to me, so I feel like I don't think he is half Asian though. But I feel a, like some sort of kinship with him, and so I you know I hugged him really hard, and oh. and, <laughs> and, and he couldn't get away even though he's so fast. <laughs> yeah, and so so there's that, um, and also Cal Drogo is playing Aquaman, right? Which right. is pretty cool. So what's your final word on Batman v Superman? I look, I like I said I very much enjoyed the movie. I think um because I had such an emotional reaction to it, I forgave a lot of stuff. But by the way, I forgave a ton of stupid stuff in the latest Avengers movie. A lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. So it's not like I'm giving DC a special dispensation. I right. I actually know more about Marvel storylines than I do about DC, right. which may help me. Yeah. I don't know if that helps or not. Yeah, but. I, yeah, it's it's a cultural thing, you know. I it's it's the things that lead up to the movie that you know. If you have Ben Affleck in a movie, half of America is going to hate it just because of that. And yet, uh, ironically, he was one of the few things that the loud critics liked. Oh, really? Yeah, like oh, even okay. this person that I keep referencing, he actually thought Ben Affleck did a good job. Okay, interesting. Yeah, the final word I will say is that when you keep trauma in mind and you and you make some interpretations uh, on Bruce Wayne's trauma and you look for clues of psychological distress and this avenging and the internalization of the abuser, the, the movie actually is quite an interesting study of psychology. And I commend it for that. But they could have been more explicit with it because it was really lost on a lot of people. Well, that does it for this episode of Psychology in Seattle. Thanks for joining us out there. Please take care of yourself because you deserve it.